Blog Talk Radio. Okay, hi everybody. I don't know if you can hear the music or not, but I'm actually playing Fame by Irene Cara. And if you can't hear it, it's okay. I'll add it into the audio. Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to Coffee Chat with Camille. Um, today is December 1st, and we are technically in the evening here in the USA in the sunny state of California. Um, I did want to continue my trivia about the now late Irene Cara, who just passed away a few days back, November 25th. And so we want to know, who is she? Okay. Um, Irene Cara Escarada is was born, excuse me, March 18th, 1959. And she transitioned on November 25th, 2022. She was an American singer and actress. Clara rose to fame, rose to fame and prominence for her role as Coco Hernandez in the 1980 musical film, Fame, and for recording the film's title song, Fame, which reached number one in several countries. Okay, so today I'm just going to do a little, um, well, it's not a little, I I do want to let everyone know who's not from Regeneration, why she was very important um, as a musician and singer. She was a songwriter. She was an actress. And most of all, are just as equal. She was quite beautiful. Um, so she was born in the Bronx, New York City, USA. And she passed away on November 25th at the age of 63. Although she did not look 63, she looked very young. Very beautiful. She was a singer, songwriter, actress, as I mentioned. She was known for playing in a few movies. Sparkle was one of them. Her character was Sparkle Williams. In fame, she played Coco Hernandez. Her spouse's name was Conrad Palm, I think it's Palmisano. And they married in 1986, and it ended in 1991. Her musical career genre, her genre was R&B, pop disco. Her instrument was her vocals and piano. And she was active for so many years, from 1965, which would make her a kid star because she was born in 1959. So if you do the math, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65. So she started at the age of six, six years old. And actually in my presentation of Irene Cara, um, the, the image is one you'll be able to see her in the photograph with 
the late Louis Armstrong, nicknamed Satch Mo. Big jazz great, massive one. Really love him. If you guys don't know who Satchmo is or Louis Armstrong, you may know one of his most famous songs. And that is, um, Oh, What a Wonderful World. I think that's what it's called. What a Wonderful World. Okay, and so then you're going, we're going to, actually, yeah, I'll give you her um, website which is irenecara.com. irenecara.com. And um, wait one second, guys. Gizzy. Gizzy. I don't think I'm... Anyway, okay, let's go on here. So, early life, um, Kata was born in the Bronx, New York City, the youngest of five children. Her father, Gaspar Kata, was a steel factory worker and a retired saxophonist, and he was Puerto Rican. Her mother, Luisa Escalada, was a movie theater usher, and she was Cuban. So, a lot of people don't know, but Irene Kara did, in fact, speak Spanish. So, and she was pretty amazing, as I love to say. At the age of three, she was one of the five finalists for the Little Miss America pageant. So she was much younger. She was three years younger starting out, right? She began to play piano by ear. She studied music, acting, and dance seriously. Okay, so she studied music, acting, and dance seriously. I think I need to put on my glasses real quick here. So let's see. And began taking dance lessons when she was five. Her performing career started with her singing and dancing professionally on Spanish language television. She made early TV appearances on the original Amateur Hour singing in Spanish and Johnny Carson's The Tonight Show. In 1971 to 1972, she was a regular on PBS's educational program, The Electric Company. Now, if you listen to episode one, I did mention these facts about her very early career. Okay? And I don't know what generation um your who's uh what generation is listening to my podcast right now um listening to my podcast right now, but I believe um well, actually, I just don't know so anyway, educational program, the electric company as a member of the show's band, the short circus as a child, Cara recorded a Spanish language record record for the Latin market and an English language Christmas album. She also appeared in a major concert tribute to Duke Ellington, which featured Stevie Wonder, Sammy Davis Jr., and Roberta Flack. Okay, 
So she was a big deal, and she was around um, a lot of... Um, wait, can you guys... Sorry about that, folks. I hope you didn't hear me go in um, on the person I'm married to. Anyway, uh, 1971 to 1972, she was a regular on TVS's educational program, The Electric Company, as a member of the show's band, The Short Circus. As a child, Cara recorded a Spanish-language record for the Latin market and an English language Christmas album. She also appeared in a major concert tribute to Duke Ellington. And oh, I'm sorry, which I actually featured Stevie Wonder, the late Sammy Davis Jr. and Roberta Flack. Um, Duke Ellington is also late Duke Ellington. He's not here any longer with us. He transitioned some time ago now. But Carr attended the Professional Children's School in Manhattan. Career. Carr appeared in on and off the Broadway theatrical shows, including the musicals Ain't Behaven, The Me Nobody Knows, which won her an Obie Award, and Maggie Flynn opposite Shirley Jones, Jack Cassidy, I think they play. I think they played on the Parker's family, but I could be wrong. Via Galactica with Raul Julia. Uh, Raul Julia was a really wonderful Spanish actor, and um, he was for me. He was best known for being in the Adams Family, not the original one, but the movie The Adams Family. And I think, I believe he died of a stroke or a heart attack. But she had the um, privilege of working with him. Cotto was the original Daisy Allen on the 1970 daytime serial called Love of Life. She later took on the role of Angela in the romance or thriller Aaron Loves Angela, followed by her portrayal of the title character in Sparkle. So I did uh, watch um, this romance thriller, Airless Angela, and it was so good, so sweet, you know. And um, it was it was way better than I had anticipated it would be. And I really like like a love story or love stories. Television brought Cara international acclaim for serious dramatic roles in two outstanding miniseries, Roots, The Next Generations, and Guayana Tragedy, The Story of Jim Jones. I should have watched that one too, but I I don't recall seeing her in the Guayana Tragedy Story of Jim Jones. John Willis' Green World, John Willis' Green World, Volume 28, named her one of the 12 promising new actors of 1976. That same year, a reader's poll in Write On magazine named her top actress. 
I never knew that too. So I don't know about you folks. I know maybe you from uh, you listeners who are from another country may not know right on. And hey, I'm going to tell it like it is here. 1976. I was, I'll just say. Uh, very young. So I definitely didn't know about the magazine. But being a top actress I can believe it because she's a great she was a great actress as well as musician and singer. Fame nineteen eighty. So we're gonna read a little bit about this and post fame nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety nine. The nineteen eighty hit film Fame was directed by Alan Parker. It catapulted Clara to stardom. She was originally cast as a dancer. Owen producers David De Silva and Alan Marshall, the screenwriter, Christopher Gore, heard her voice. They rewrote the role of Coco Hernandez for her to play. Um, excuse me one second. I have a little coffee. <laughs> coffee of the day is I'm going to say probably of the week but of the day is Dunkin Donuts I drink it straightened and sometimes only with cream in this part she sang both the title song fame and the film's other single Out Here on My Own okay Out Here on My Own was actually one of my favorite songs by her and I used to sing quite a bit and rehearse often. And I did rehearse to um, Irene Cara, um, in particular the Fame soundtrack, because they were there were I think several songs that were a cappella, and I really liked to warm up my vocals singing a cappella. So. Um, out here on my own was one of my favorites. Let me see. It's like um, um, sometimes I wonder who I am. Okay, sorry, I won't go in. Let's let's give out one more fact about here on my own. This one is a ballad from the 1980 musical film Fame, and it was performed by Rinkara. It was written by sibling songwriting duo Leslie Gore who's a lyricist and Michael Gore who's a composer the recording was produced by Michael Gore Kara performed the song at the 1981 Academy Awards where I'll stop there at the 1981 uh, Academy Awards Okay. Thus, Cara had the opportunity to be one of the few singers to perform more than one song at the Oscar ceremony. Fame, that again was written by Michael Gore and Dean Pitchford, won the award for the Best Original Song that year. And the film won the Academy Award for Best Original Score. Cara also earned Grammy Award nominations, 1980 for Best New Artist and Best female top vocal performance as well as the gold nomination for Best Motion Picture Actress in a Musical. Billboard had named her the top new single artist 
while Cashbox Magazine awarded her both Most Promising Female Vocalist and the Top Female Vocalist. Asked by famed TV series producers to reprise her role as Coco Reyes, she declined. She wanted to focus her attention on her recording career. Erica Gimple assumed the role. I definitely loved Irene Cara better than Erica. Um, I liked, I loved Irene Cara's looks. So when I saw Erica, I thought, um, she's not like the original beautiful Coco. Post-same 1980 to 1999, Cara was set to star in her own sitcom, Irene, on NBC in 1981. The cast had veteran performers like Kay Ballard and Teddy Wilson, as well as newcomers like Julia Duffy and Keenan Ivy Wine. However, even though the pilot aired, it was not picked up by the network for the fall season. 1983, Cara appeared as herself in the film D.C. Cab about a group of cabbies. One of the characters, Tyrone, played by Charlie Barnett, is an obsessed Cara fan who decorated her checker cap as a shrine, who decorated his checker cap as a shrine to her. Can you imagine sitting in a cab or they have a lot of them in New York, but like um, a Lyft or an Uber and you look all in it. And it's like Irene Cara pictures and everything. Oh, that's so sweet. Her contribution to the film soundtrack was the dream, Hold On To Your Dream, played over the closing credits of the film, and was a minor hit, peaking at number 37 on the Billboard Hot 100 in February of 1984. In 1982, Carter earned the Image Award for Best Actress when she co-starred with Diane Carroll and Rosalind Cash then NBC Movie of the Week, Maya Angelou's Sister Sister. Carter portrayed my I think it's Myrley Myrley Evers Williams in the PBS TV movie about civil rights leader Mecca Evers for Us the Living, the Mecca Evers story. I'm gonna look for that movie. Cause this movie it ended up the Mecca Evers story. Um it earned an NAACP Image Award Best Actress nomination for Irene Cara. She also appeared in 1982's Killing Me Softly. Cara continued to perform in live theater. In 1980, she briefly played the role of Dorothy in The Wiz on tour in a role that Stephanie Mills had first portrayed in the original Broadway production. Coincidentally, Clara and Mills had shared the stage together as children in the original 1968 Broadway musical Maggie Flint, sorry, Shirley Jones and Jack Cassidy, in which both young girls played American Civil War orphans. Oh. In 1983, she reached her peak of her music career and the, with the title song for the movie Flashdance. What a feeling. Which 
she co-wrote with Giorgio Moroder and Keith For- Forsey. Cara pinned the lyrics to the song with Keith Forsey while riding in a car in New York heading to the studio to record it. Morador, Morador, excuse me, composed the music. Um, Cara admitted later that she was initially reluctant to work with Giorgio Moroder because she had no wish to invite further comparisons with another artist who worked with Moroder. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, I always had this phone on. Um, okay, hopefully. I turn the. I always turn the volume off and there's still sound. This is an iPhone and I'm not sure how to turn it down here. So I apologize for the background noise, folks. <clears throat> Excuse me. In 1984, she was in the comedic thriller City Heat, co-starring with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds, and singing the standards in Preciable You and Get Happy. She also co-wrote the theme song City Heat, which was sung by the jazz vocalist Joe Williams. Now, he's someone that I had the privilege to hear and see at California Institute of Technology in one of their major auditoriums there. The short name for California Institute of Technology is Caltech. I can never forget it because my mother worked there. She was an executive at this um, technical university. And so Joe Williams was performing. And so I was so fortunate enough to hear his beautiful voice. And he also played, he had a bit role on The Cosby Show. In May of that year, she scored her final top 40 hit with Breakdance, going to number eight. The the follow-up, You Were Made For Me, reached number 78 that summer, but she did not appear on the Hot 100 again. In 1985, her kind of co-starred with Tatum O'Neill and Certain Fury about two troubled young women who flee a court hearing and are mistaken for killers. Oh, no. <laughs> In 1986, Kata appeared in the film. See? I, excuse me, everyone. I turned the volume down on my phone, and you see how you probably could hear it. So that's why I just ended up turning it off. Um, so let me get back to sweet Irene Kata. I say Kata, but I think it's just Kara. So I'll say Kara moving forward, okay? Um, but and also, everyone, I would love to watch the movie. Um, the two movies mentioned Certain Fury and let's see. She also provided the voice of Snow White and the unofficial sequel to Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Filmations happily ever after in 1993. That same year, she appeared as Mary Magdalene in the tour of Jesus Christ. Superstar opposite Ted Neely, Carl Anderson, 
and Dennis DeYoung. Along with her career in acting in hit singles, Clara released three studio albums. Anyone Can See, that was in 82. What a Feeling, oh, I love that song, 1983. Charismatic. In 1987, the most successful of these being What a Feeling. What a Feeling. In 1985, she collaborated with the Hispanic charity supergroup Hermanos in the song Cantera Cantaras, in which she sang a solo segment with the Spanish opera singer Brasilo Domingo. Kara toured Europe and Asia throughout the 1990s, achieving several modest dance hits on European charts, but no U.S. chart hits. She released a compilation of Euro dance singles in the mid to late 1990s entitled Precarious 90s. Carter also worked as a backup vocalist for Vicki Sue Robinson, Lou Reed, George Duke, Oletta Adams and Evelyn Champagne King. In 1993, a California jury had awarded her $1.5 million for a 1985 lawsuit that she had filed against record executive Al Corey, I think that's how you pronounce his name, C as in cat, O-U-R-Y, and Network Records. Um, accusing them of withholding her royalties from Flashdance soundtrack and her first two solo records. Kara stated that as a result, she was labeled as being difficult then that the inter- and that the music industry virtually blacklisted her. It's really sad, right? I don't know why they do that to folks. I feel like as if, you know, what's happening personally should not affect you professionally as long as you're doing right professionally. Um, don't we think that's fair? Oh, it looks like I don't have that much time left. So we're definitely going to be doing it to be continued. But I'm going to go ahead and read this one, okay? Um under the 21st century. So we now know that she was blacklisted back in 1993, unfortunately. And so in the 21st century, March of 2004, Cara, Cara received two honors with an induction into the Saiboni Cafe's Hall of Fame and a Lifetime Achievement Award presented at the 6th Annual Prestige Awards. In June 2005, Carol won, won the third round of the NBC television series Hit Me Baby One More Time, performing Flashdance, What a Feeling, and covered Anesthesia's song I'm Out of Love with her all-female band, Hot Caramel. <laughs> that makes me hungry. At the 2006 AFL Grand Final in Melbourne, Kara performed a Kara <laughs> performed a rendition of the Flashdance title track as an opener in the pre-match entertainment. In 2005, 
Kara contributed a dance single titled Forever My Love in the compilation album titled Gay Happening, Volume 12. As of 2016, oh, as of 2006, I have 90 seconds left of the show. Uh, as, to, as of 2016, Kara had, res, had residencies in both Newport, Richie, Florida, and Santa Fe, New Mexico. She was in Hot Carmel and a band which she formed in 1999. Their album called Irene Cara Presents Hot Caramel was released on April 4, 2011. Cara appeared in season two of CMT's reality show, Gone Country. So under her personal life, it's just... um, Kara married a stuntman and a film director, Conrad Palmasano, in Los Angeles in April 1986, but they divorced in 1991. She died at her home in Largo, Florida, on November 25, 2022, at the age of 63. As of November 26, 2022, the cause of her death is unknown. Okay. And then she has a lot of disco, discography, discography. All right, so I'm going to say bye for now. Keep drinking your coffee. And I will be back with another episode, Coffee Chat with Camille, on December 3rd. Bye for now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.